Secrets to Real Estate Investing, Episode 111. Welcome to the Secrets of Real Estate Investing Show, where you'll learn powerful strategies from top experts to take your investments to the next level. Here's your host and expert real estate investor, Holly McCann. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of Secrets to Real Estate Investing. Today we have with us Mr. Chris Prefontaine, who is very experienced and the thing that I really like about him and his team and their techniques is they don't use bank financing, none of your own cash or credit. That's what he promotes. And I'm really excited to learn all about his strategies and techniques and bring you great value today. So with that, welcome to the show, Chris. Thanks, Holly. Thanks for having me. Well, why don't you start out by giving our listeners a bit of background on you and how you got to where you are today? Sure. So I'll, I'll do it fast and it'll also date me. Um, started back in the early 90s doing some single family building that transferred into buying a realty executives franchise as a broker owner, quite different than being a builder. And then we sold that to Cobalt Banker in 2000. That was a good experience. And then we ran up through the 2008 debacle and like, like most people had a terrible experience. I write about it in the first chapter of my book because we were an open book. I want people to kind of know what we went through and you know how to pop and weave with the market. But that catapulted us into literally re-engineering our entire business to what it is today, which you alluded to, which is buying everything on terms. And for us, that means lease purchase or owner financing or subject to existing financing. Those are three ways we buy now. And that brought us right up to, to now. But that started like in 2012 or 13. Oh, okay. So just a few years ago, but you've been in real estate decades <laughs> forever 27 wow so you started um as a real estate agent that was the beginning actually i was building homes first i was in a family company in like uh, late 80s early 90s in college and then um partner of mine who knew the field because i was never a builder i ran the office he ran the field we built oh 50 60 homes that right away and then uh started to get too cocky and big for our britches and went into subdivisions and that was a headache and then i went into being a realtor Okay. And tell our listeners where you are and where you do your business. Newport, Rhode Island is where I'm coming to you from our new office, actually. So you're going to, I hope it's not too echoey and zero uh, blinds or anything on the, on the windows here. Uh, we do business in uh, this, we live in an island, Holly, you probably find this uh, interesting. So there's not much population here. It's three town island and not many deals right around here. So we go outside to Connecticut, Mass, Rhode Island, teeny bit in New Hampshire, and then we have students, we call them associates all over the country, probably 30 different states right now doing wow. deals with us. Fantastic. So how do you find your deals? Uh, most of our deals are found with virtual assistants, VAs, calling on expires or FISBOs. Um, I'm not a big advocate of mailers. I know a lot of people in the wholesale world and flip world do that. It's just very expensive, especially for the new person. So we may do an occasional targeted mailer but most of them are VAs calling expires and FISBOs. Oh, I'm a big fan of not mailers also. Good. Mailing can be very expensive. <laughs> I met people that have spent ten dollars to $20,000 on mailers, got no deals. Yeah, per month. They're out of them. Money. Yeah, yeah, a month or two, and then they're out of money. So yeah. I like that um, strategy and technique. So do you guys go after expires and FISBOs that they didn't have success with selling with a realtor or without a realtor on their own. And so then you just come in and. Yeah. For whatever reason, as you know, some of them, it could be a, a stressful thing with debt or job reload or something like that, but it doesn't have to be. I mean, we just completed a deal, the end of a deal where we cashed the seller out, but it started three years ago with an owner financing and he was in no way 
hurting. He owed nothing on his house. He wanted to relocate to be with his kids for the holiday, and he loved our deal. We gave him all the money, but we gave it to him on terms. Um, I'll give you a quick example. So owner financing for us means it's free and clear, and we're going to make principal-only payments every month, so no interest. So you're hammering down principal every single month. And, and so that's just to say that some people, are, it's not a stressful thing. It's people think, oh, you guys buy on terms. It must be people that are hurting. No, it's just a different setup for, for everyone. Hmm, solving, solving problems. Okay. Well, I often ask people about their first deal. So, and it doesn't have to necessarily be your first deal, but maybe one of your early deals that you did, um, if you don't mind sharing that. Yeah, I can think of the first terms one I did because people say, well, you must have known how to do it. It was easy for you. And the answer is no. I, I wish I knew the whole terms market before all the debacle and all that happened. Um, and quick story, then I'll give you the first deal. So I, then I read a book recently, like last year, that this guy was doing lease purchase and terms deals like late 1800s. I mean, I never knew it was around. I was in real estate 20 something years before I got into this. So the first deal was actually a simple um, uh, assignment deal whereby we tied up a home on lease purchased, found a buyer in like 11 days. This whole process was like 11 days. Found a buyer with 10% uh, down. And in our world, that means that payment's coming to us. And because we assigned it back to the seller, the buyer, we actually split the deposit. So it was like a 13 grand check. But for new entry into the terms market, that was pretty cool. Most of our deals, unlike that one, Holly, carry three paydays actually. So every single deal we do, we create three distinct paydays so that people get, we get, and students get cash now, cash over time every single month, and then back end cash outs. So it's pretty cool for a new investor to get three different types of paydays per deal. Yeah, absolutely. Do you primarily focus on long-term holds or flips or both? All our, good question. All our uh, terms are like uh, 36 to 60 months, average closer to 36. So a lease purchase will cash out the seller in 36 months and so on and so forth. Okay. There are so techniques to extend those, but I'm just giving you, you know, generic basic answer. And you're um, primarily purchasing them to hold as rental properties, I take it then? Uh, nope. We actually, all our exits are rental and buyers. Oh, okay. Every one of them, almost. So okay. we get your home as a seller. We will install a tenant buyer after pre-screening them to make sure they can be mortgage ready. And I say that very distinctly because there's a lot of teachers teaching, you know, rent on, yeah, put someone in the house. And if they don't get a mortgage, put someone else in the house. Right. Well, that might work legally, but morally and ethically, I got an issue with that. So we make sure we pre-screen them and we know the game plan. They're going to get cashed out. Right. So do you do renovations to the homes? No, never. We, so we look at the home ahead of time. Most of our homes are nice homes. And we're installing the tenant buyer who is then taking over all responsibility for maintenance and repairs and upkeep. And many of them put all kinds of money into the home. So you got them really vested. So they're buyers, not tenants. Big difference, as you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Very different mentality. Oh, yeah, night and day. <laughs> yeah. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit more about, um, when you say there's no bank financing, is this the only strategy you use? Is it always sell or carry? Or do you ever bring in private money? Or how does that work? Uh, okay. So most of the time we don't have to bring any private money in unless, and there's been one example in the last, gosh, 36 months where a buyer left because life events happen, right? They're supposed to get cashed out, but there's a, I've seen job transfer. I've seen death. I've seen in-laws have a heart attack in another state. They got to leave. These things do happen once or twice a year. And usually you can call the seller and say, Hey, I need an extension or I can put another buyer in there real quick. And that's what we end up doing. So it's an easy pivot, I call it. 
However, one of them was a buyer found out they couldn't get financing right away. They're not a bad buyer. They just need more time. And our seller had a dead set. I can't go past this. So we raised some money and cashed them out because morally and ethically it was the right thing to do, even though our contract would have allowed us to give the house back to the seller. But I want to do the right thing. That's why we've been around for so long. So that's the only time. Usually we don't have to bring in any private money and we don't use banks, Holly, because in the, in the debacle, I learned the hard way about signing personally on banks. So we just don't do it. Well, it's great that you don't have to and you find all these opportunities without requiring that. So that's great. Yeah. Um, so what are some other things that you'd like to talk about some of your life lessons and experiences there that you've had in real estate? You know, I, just because it's the new, the new year as of now, and I don't know when we'll be airing, but it's a new year. And I just want to tell people this one, this one concept of managing your expectations. I mean, you have a show, you understand that people come at this, they see the TV shows and they think it's a get rich quick, or I can push a couple buttons and these real estate deals are going to flood over to me. I would just ask everyone to go with the mindset that it's going to be at least six months to three years. And if you go in with that mindset, you'll be okay. In other words, treat this as if you're buying a franchise for a few hundred grand. You'd never say, oh, I'm going to dabble with this and give it a shot. And you just wouldn't do it. You'd put that kind of money up. You're going to go at this for three years and make it work. Whereas in real estate, it's so cheap. That's a good and a bad because it's cheap to get started by most, by most standards. And then people jump out too quickly. Stay with it and treat this as a three-year deal. That is really good advice because it is easy for people to get discouraged. They see the TV infomercials or the TV house flipping shows. They think anyone can do this. Yeah. I'm going to get rich in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. no, everybody will be doing it if that's the case. Well, a lot of people are trying, but not necessarily succeeding. So yeah, yeah so that's, that's really good. Um, how do you guys remarket your homes? Do you do it under a real estate brokerage or do you do it on Craigslist or how do you do that? Yeah, all our rent-owned homes, my son Nick is in-house, mostly family here, and he's our buyer specialist, and he does all online. And so it's things like Craigslist, rent links, uh, our portal where we post our properties in house for management actually um, syndicates to a bunch of different portals. But uh, it's online. It's simple stuff. It's not brain science. When you start and you're brand new, you can use Craigslist, and we do it all ourselves. Now, when, when would we use a realtor in case something changed? Well, I talked about earlier if a buyer doesn't cash out or something happens and we have to put the home back on the market. If we have little time left and we're not familiar with the market, we might just give it to a realtor and get it sold real quick, but we don't fill them that way normally. Okay, interesting. And then a lot of people ask in um, real estate investing student world, they're asking, do I need to have an entity? Do I need to have an LLC? Do I need to have a corporation what do you advise people on with with well your strategy? i mean i'm uh, i gotta be careful here because you and i don't want to give legal but i mean I, look why would you do it in your own name you know you don't have to you can either take it in a land trust or take it in an llc in my opinion um different states have different laws and different ways of doing that right but i would say in in a land trust or an llc yeah because in your strategy and technique it's different than you know i i actually take a house down, fix it and resell it, but not on terms, just kind of in the traditional way. So it's, it's a whole different strategy. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. So that's a good point because if you're buying on lease purchase, for example, you're controlling an interest and you have a lien on the property, but you didn't take title. So there's a little bit less liability, but on our subject twos and our own financing, we know we're owning it. So you, yeah, right. you want to set that up right. My answer should have been just seek the local attorney who knows how to do right, that right. Right, right, right. But it's interesting to hear what, what you're doing yeah. with that. So, okay. Um, what would you say is one of the most frustrating parts of this business and being a real estate investor? 
Um, gosh, the frustrating thing is actually what keeps me in the business, which is the constant changing, right? And that's why I tell students, if you have students listening or potential students listening or people that want to get into this, um, you got to make sure you're talking to someone like yourself or us, someone in the trenches doing deals still, because it does change so rapidly. And if you don't have your finger on the pulse and you're talking to someone that did deals, I don't know, 20 years ago, you're going to get yourself in trouble. It's a fact. It's not an opinion, you know? So that, that I, can be frustrating, but it can be a win too. Yeah. And then what would you say? What is the most rewarding part of being in this business? Well, the upside. Um, I tell all our students, and I know this to be the case with our kids in our business now, if you stay at it and you just, I don't want to say grind it out, it's not, but that's the wrong term. But if you just work steady consistently, that's the word, um, you do find those six-figure deals like every 10 deals or every 20 deals or whatever it is for you, but they do come if you stay consistent. It's just not that it's going to be a 30-day guarantee, I hit, I hit this mega deal, you know, but those are nice to always see. It keeps you in the game. Yeah. Can you tell us about one of your more recent deals and go through the numbers of it? Uh, I can give you a rough one. Um, we actually did uh, an owner financing deal. Let's see, I'll give you rounded numbers. Uh, purchase around 420000 on our end. Um, owner financing, principal only payments, $1,540 a month. So owner, owner goes in first position like a bank would. We pay him 1540 a month. Sold the home, rent to own, two ninety nine. So you can, there's a 79 grand spread there. But picture, there's also 1540 a month coming off of principal added to that 79 grand. And then we uh, did a lease purchase with a you know, rent-to-own buyer for about 2400 I think that one was. So 2400 minus the principal payment of 1540 That's a nice monthly spread. So there's the three paydays. If you add them up, you got a nice payday up front. This one was like fifty grand. Then you have monthly cash flow of whatever that came to, seven, eight hundred bucks. Then you have a nice back end cash out of another seventy nine grand, less whatever you collected already. This is about one hundred and thirty grand in that one. That's a nice owner financing deal. Is that your typical deal? No, we average around seventy five grand right now, Holly, on our three paydays. And that one I just gave you is one hundred and thirty. So that was a, on the higher end. Wow, very appealing, very interesting. So let me ask you this. Um, do you have? Do you work with many women, and and what do you think the advantages or disadvantages are for women in this? Because there's not very many of us women in this business, at least well, over on this side of the country. It's super interesting you say that because I had um, lunch last week with a surgeon, and she is on a major effort to help educate with leadership with real estate. And so she called me to say, "Can you come in and teach real estate so it's just women so they feel comfortable?" And um, she said that she said she thinks that um, they they don't need to be intimidated, but some of them are. And she wanted to know how we could help further that cause. I think women are super better at communicating, like over the top better. Um, so they should get out there. We have some very successful students. Claudia is in Arizona, uh, retired and, and working with us in our program, very successfully has for three years. I just think they need to step up and grab the right mentor. Uh, if it's female for you, great. If it's someone else, great. But just find someone that's in the trenches that can help you because there's no difference, as you know. Well, yeah, I think women have advantages with their communication skills. Way, way better. <laughs> but sometimes I know, especially like my experience and what I've heard is like some older people, like when I say older, I'd say 70 and older are really like, they're like, what, how can a woman do this? How can you do this deal? So in that case, maybe it helps to have a male partner to come in and seal the deal if you're negotiating with a seller or something, but. You, you know, funny, one better. of our, I just thought this as you were saying this, one of our top earners, he just, he did like over a million in his first 18 months with us. He has a business partner, female, 
and they make a great team. Oh yeah. I think it's great to have, if you can yeah. have a partner, male and female and work, work it how and where you need to, you know, Strengths, appeal yep. to your yep. seller, you know, whoever needs to get in there and get the deal done. So um, let me ask you, what is your personal why or your, you know, your reason for doing this, your passion, your mission? Tell us about that. You know that. what? I, our kids are now 28 and 30, Holly. So it's really about uh, creating the experiences that money can't buy. So make enough money to create the experiences money can't buy. I don't know if that makes sense to you. So that would be things like uh, trips and things like that. So creating enough income to do the things that money can't buy, meaning create those experiences. And it's mostly with family. We travel quarterly with the family. That's fantastic. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's awesome to make memories. That's what people have to keep with them all the time. Super yeah, look, if you're going to get into real estate and you listen to this, don't, you know, if you're going to get in just to do a deal or two, you could be creating a job. Instead, get into something you can scale so you can create a lifestyle. That's why you're doing it. You're not doing it to get another job. Anyone go get a job. Yes, agreed. So what are your thoughts about, um, we're recording this in early January, it'll be going live in a few weeks, but what are your thoughts about the market right now and where it's going? Magic question everyone's asking. If, if I knew that answer, I'd be in Cayman Islands permanently on a trip. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, I can tell you what I'm hearing from our students because we have a wide spread around the country. It gives us a good gauge. It's definitely the higher end is pulling back which means more expireds are coming on, which is good for us. But that's the feedback I'm getting for sure. So be careful how you buy. Uh, I think it's stabilizing a bit. I don't see a major uh, crash tomorrow. But again, if I knew that answer, we, you and I wouldn't be here. So it's not really impacting significantly anything you're doing, just being careful anything, on the it's buy. It's help us because it's been kind of hot lately. And so when it's hot, we have to talk to more people to get a deal. It's okay as long as you're okay with the numbers. But now it's getting uh, easier pickings because people aren't selling as easy. Yes, that's true. What are your goals for this year? We actually uh, have a goal to um, have these associates, uh, students that we talked about doing deals with us because we're doing these deals in all these different states. Um, 60 people we're going to add to that program. So we're going to cover a lot of different states and a lot of different territory. And then um, we do all that from right here in Rhode Island. Um, so it's pretty cool to be helping that many. One of our uh, values, Holly, is to uh, empower individuals and families. It's one of our six. And so that does that in a lot of ways. Pretty cool. 60 Very new people. Cool. Okay. Well, um, this has been great. I'd love for you to talk about how people can get in touch with you if they're interested in doing business with you and working with you and how they can contact you. Sure. I got a few, a few free things because I want people to be able to say, is this for me without committing anything, right? I think it's super cool for anyone to do that. Um, so two things, as I told you right before the show, I had an idea before the show and I created a link. It's just free, F-R-E-E, S-R-E-C for smart real estate coach. So free, S-R-E-C book.com. Free, S-R-E-C book.com. Just go there. You can fill out the info. Uh, note that they're on your show. And we'll ship it. Now, here's the key. You go on Facebook and you go on all these things and they say, get my free book and you click it and they need your credit card for shipping. We are going to ship it. We're not going to ask for any credit card or anything. Just you'll get a free book. I'll give you a chance to see what we're doing. That's an Amazon bestseller and I don't want you to have to pay for it. And the second thing is you can go anytime to uh, smartrealestatecoach.com and do the free webinar. It's an hour. If you don't mind listening to me for an hour, you can go do that free webinar and see if it's for you. I love it. Well, that is very generous. I really appreciate Thanks. that. 
So listeners, we are episode 111, 111. So if you want to get the show notes for this and all this, these links that he just gave, make sure you, um, you can text the number to the number 38470 hard hat with no space in between it for hard hat Holly. So to 38470, you're going to text hard hat and we'll send you back the link to get the show notes and Chris's free book. And you can also get to it by just going to hardhatholly.com forward slash 111 because we're show 111. And then you can get all of our notes from the show as well as his links. Well, with that, Chris, you've been awesome. What final parting words of advice would you like to give our people who are either new investors or considering jumping in? What advice would you give them? Um, I would piggyback what I said earlier about a mentor, um, find a niche that you think you can resonate with. It's nobody's opinion, it's just you. Then find a mentor that's doing it still that you can relate to. And then once you do that, don't get thrown off by any shiny objects or people's opinions. Put the blinders on. Don't look left, right, or backwards and do that for three years. Nothing else. You have a great experience no matter what, if you have someone leading you. That is great advice. I agree wholeheartedly. Well, thank you so much for your time. And listeners, get out there, take some action, download Chris's free webinar, get his free book, and take some action and get going with it. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Holly. Thanks for listening today. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review our show. And let us know in your review what you'd like to hear more of. For the show notes and free downloads for this episode and all others, go to hardhatholly.com.